What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Docking Bay 35. I'm your host, Vinny. And I'm that piece of earwax that will always be itchy in your ear, Sharon! Oh, so topical. <laughs> that always was so with topical. Your intros. Well, I've had some ear problems with my right ear. Uh, at the moment, it's very itchy on the inside. Mm, sorry, though. Oh, that's fine. I just found out that... Um, I'm going to get Medi-Cal. Woo! But you also are getting promoted, so you Oh, yeah, I'm also getting a promoted. Benefit. Super awesome news this week. <laughs> Double insured. Double insured. JK, I think your eligibility runs out when... Yeah, when I start making actual money. Yeah. Yeah, instead of being an assistant rule carrier, your boy's a rural... Rural? Rural? I can't say that word. Rural? Rural. 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 <laughs> okay. Rural. <laughs> uh-huh. Rural carrier assistant. I don't know what the difference is, but it it means I'm getting it benefits now. That's the difference. That's that's the difference. And then I mean I'm one step away from being like I guess considered full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just climbing up the ranks of the USPS. And it only took like uh two and a half weeks of hard Backbreaking uh, intensive labor, manual labor, if you will. Thank you for all of your um, parcel carrying. No problem, and uh, yo, you're welcome. <laughs> um, merry, merry Christmas, you filthy animals! Oh my God, yeah, you just watched Die Hard. I just did for um, the first time. Yeah, that was that for the first time ever. Yeah, I know. I don't know. My parents always just thought it was like too violent, maybe because it was also a Christmas movie, and they didn't want to ruin Christmas for me. But I, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything like out of like they let me watch RoboCop. You know, I think RoboCop is worse. It is way worse. Like, uh, I don't know. I maybe had a good time. Maybe like the RoboCopness of it all is like fantastical enough where they like don't realize how violent it is. Whereas, right. like, Die Hard... I, I, one thing that I really like about Die Hard is just the fact that it is... Um, it's not just violent, but it's, like, violent to the main character. Right. And, like, he, like, suffers a lot in a way that I don't think a like, lot of action yeah. protagonists do. Like, like, legit walking on glass at one point. Yeah, but then, like, also like, suffering the repercussions of it. And Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, my parents are weird. Like, they, they let me watch all sorts of movie violent movies like terminator mm -hmm. but they drew the line at bruce willis right i don't know why <laughs> might have been his hairline or something um yeah I, I i had a really good time watching die hard and um speaking of terminator there's an actor from terminator one who plays wasn't he in terminator <sighs> two was he terminator two he was definitely a memento uh, I don't know. Some he he didn't he doesn't look the same. So it took me a second to realize it was him. Actually, it was another podcast. I think it was uh, Blue Harvest where I heard it from. Hmm. Did not age well. But we'll get back into that after our weekly update. Sharon, what did you get up to this week? Uh, well, it was Thanksgiving, hence why this episode. <laughs> our apologies if this episode <coughs> most definitely is it's going to come out. Yeah, late. We're, we're recording Saturday now. And um, 
that's just what happened. We usually record on Thursdays, but we got really busy cooking. Yeah, we spent the entire day cooking. I, I always underestimate. Like, I thought that because, you know, we're doing a small Thanksgiving with not as many people because it's just, like, the three of us, that it would be a lot easier because we weren't doing a whole bird, but somehow we still ended up cooking the entire day. Yeah, I mean, we started late. We slept in, which is fine, but and that's a first for you. Congrats on sleeping in. Yeah. Um... You never do that. You're always waking up at, um, I think, 7 o'clock at the latest. I've clocked you. Yeah. Well, I did also still wake up at, like, 7, but I I woke up at 5, and then I tr- really tried to force myself to fall asleep. Yeah, it never works, and um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyways, so we, we <laughs> had like a late so start on Thanksgiving like aggressive. Yeah, it's whatever. I'm not um, even that angry about it. You woke me up early today, and... It was because of waffles, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Any other excuse is uh, not good enough. That's but not waffles. true. Also, shout out to my mother for getting me a waffle maker. And um, also be. shout out to Sharon for making waffles. Um, really bullhorn. I mean, um, I've got to get, I got to, got to use these buttons. You know, I have them in front of me. <laughs> I don't know um, if it's mixed right but hey buttons um what did we get down cooking i think we started off the day with the mashed potatoes because it took forever for those to like just get to the proper temperature yeah it's mashed potatoes did take a while and it also just took a lot of labor to mash that many potatoes and I'm really surprised, like, you were expecting us to, like, have food until Tuesday, and we just finished the last of our leftovers today on Saturday. Yeah, we did it. Um, I don't, I, I really didn't expect us to get through our um, leftovers that quickly, but we did it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it was also, um, but, like, it was, like, four pounds of potatoes, which maybe just is, is just really telling of, of how many potatoes We had two I different personally. potato dishes, too. It, did we? Yeah, we had sweet potatoes, and then we had mashed potatoes. Yeah, so we we did mashed potatoes, we did um, mac and cheese. um, We had a little bit of like a PEMDAS going on, order of operations. Like we made sure to do the side dishes before we got to the main course. Yeah, anything that was easy to warm up after the fact. And then um, I think you did stuffing after, and then I did... Green bean almondine while you were doing the candy yams and then steaks for dinner. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, it was so good. Like, I don't know. If I were to do the steaks, I did I did a dumb and did a, a, a wet brine. And um, I don't know. Our cut of meat was good, and I should have thought of that before I went ahead and did the wet brine. Uh, it just came out too salty, but it made great sandwiches yeah (laughs) um i yeah and i was really surprised too because i thought that you would just like throw on some salt and pepper but um like i I think especially like if it's a good cut of meat like there's really not much else you need to do yeah maybe some brown butter maybe i don't know next year i'm just gonna do a dry rub and not mess around 
Well, next year, maybe we'll have a big enough crowd where we don't have to do all the cooking. I mean, maybe next year we'll get invited somewhere so we don't do have to do all the cooking. That's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Sorry. Uh, Thanksgiving with COVID. That was actually weird because I, I never expected to have to do like the full on spread. But I'm thankful that I had you and Unjung in my life to help me. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm I'm really heartened by the fact that we that we did it. We did it. Like we might have not done a full turkey, but like, but we did most of the other spreads, and I'm like proud. Like I, um, I knew that we we have the ability, and um, it it's good to know, even though I know that like probably for the next couple of years we'll probably just do it at your parents and call it Duns. Yeah, <laughs> or your we'll mom's. just we'll just watch your mom do it. Yeah. <sighs> I miss my mom's cooking. Her stuffing recipe was really good, though. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I did it right. Like, it's just a lot of folding in breadcrumbs and vegetables. Yeah, but um, I think my brother made a good point where, like, your stuffing is, like, uh, has a, like, it, it's, like, it balances, like, moisture really well. Oh. Or it's, like, not too, like, moist that it doesn't have structure. Right. But moist enough where it doesn't seem dry. I just like the shout out to my mom for teaching me how to cook um, without her guidance and years of uh, yelling at me. I would never have achieved this dinner. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you act like she's so mean, but she's the kindest person I've ever met. She's the sweetest mom. Um. Uh, I just keyed. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, other than that, did you really get down to anything other than Thanksgiving? Uh, Your birthday's coming up. Work work was has been really busy, so I haven't been doing that much. Um, but I have been doing like a lot more like warm up sketches. I don't know. I'm feeling like really I have seen you doing a lot of drawing. Yeah. Like you were drawing a lot of butts the other day and I was like, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like how you only <laughs> notice when it's butts. No, I mean I was right next to you and you were drawing butts that yeah. one time. Right. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, like, I, um, I, I feel like I'm really struggling to, like, create something that has, like, a bit of perspective, and maybe I'm just, like, overthinking things, well, I definitely am, of, like, wanting to, like, always, like, make art that, like, says something, uh -huh. um, but then getting caught up in, like, the composition and the details that I don't really, like, do anything, so all I do is just studies and prep and practice. Um, and, and that was what I was doing. All those butts were, uh, nude figure drawings. So yeah, and then at some point there was, like, stories. a, what are the, what are those, like, material that's, like, a nylon suit with a zipper in the back, and it's, like, oh, all Zentai one color. suits. Zentai suits. Yeah. Zentai suit guy. <laughs> you drew a Zentai suit guy. Made me laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's, like, figure drawing, um, websites where if you don't feel comfortable drawing a nude model, you could opt to. Have everyone in a Zentai suit. That's pretty cool. So that you Very thoughtful. Forms. Yeah. Yeah. In case you're just like, I can't handle seeing a penis right now. Or maybe I just if, can't. They're, if they're underage. Or, yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, that's a good point. Hey. Oh, not the models. The I think, like, I, no, I know can, what you but, meant. <laughs> but if the ch children drawing and practicing are underage, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very thoughtful artist uh, community out there. Yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty nice. But yeah, have you been up to how how have your weekly goals been? Uh, I got a lot of sidetracks, and I blame myself for not like pulling myself out of the uh, 
saddening depression I fell into when I found out that my truck is dying and it needed to go to the doctor's. I mean, to be fair, you also had, like, a lot to figure out and, like, you know, you had to, uh, like, get quotes from from places and, like, drive your truck around and, and figure what was, like, the best option because, like, um... Can we say, like, it was, like, an issue with your... Yeah, it was an issue with the uh, transmission in the Tundra. It is an older model, 2007. And um, I took it to Toyota because I was like, oh, I don't know any mechanics down here at all. Like, I just moved, so Mm -hmm. I don't even have a dentist yet. (laughs) So I guess mechanic was the first thing to do. So I went out to Toyota, the uh, dealership, to get, like, a full diagnostic done because... I already knew it's going to be like 150 just for the diagnostic. Mm-hmm. And um, they flat out said, uh, it's going to be, uh, the whole transmission's got to go. Uh, the $6,098. And I was like, oh, I don't have that. So um, I quickly went to the drawing board. By drawing board, I mean, I called my mama. <laughs> 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 and she was like, Oh, honey, just get the hell out of there. <laughs> They're trying to get you to buy a new car right now. And I was like, suckers almost caught me. So I got the truck out of there and um, ended up calling a few mechanics. And I found one mechanic. His name is Ben. He's going to fix my transmission for $3,000. So, like, more than With less than genuine that. Toyota parts, too, because he loves Toyotas and only buys Toyotas. I actually learned a lot about Ben that day. I don't know what it is about people, but I guess it's my... F- I just have the face for it, but they like telling me their life stories on first meetings. Yeah, I remember, like, you saying, like, back when you used to work in the parks, like, people would just come up to you and just tell you, like, their most worst fears. And I don't know what it is. I guess it's, like, my calm and empathetic nature about me. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Rogers was one of my big heroes growing up, I guess. <laughs> you just give that hot, uh, intense uh, Mr. Rogers vibes. Intense neighbor vibes. <laughs> intense neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, won't you be mine? Could you be mine? Um, yeah, other than that, finding dropping off my truck and then like cooking Thanksgiving dinner and Watching The Mandalorian. That was my week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we get into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to get into it. Um, but I guess before we do that, we're going to talk about two episodes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chapter 12 and Chapter 13. So this might be a little long one, but uh, hey, we're a little late. So hopefully you enjoy the ride. Yes. Um, Sharon. Yes, Winnie? I don't know. I feel like we're missing something. Did we do anything else this week? Uh, I honestly don't remember anything before eating. Mandalorian, Chapter 12. Ah, uh, that's a great intro there. I don't know. I mean, I really, I I like this episode. Was it my favorite? No, but it did have a lot of callbacks to cool things like uh, the old Republic and like 
Dark Empire. Yeah, I um, I think my general thoughts too is that like it's definitely not my favorite episode, but I think it's still like a really good episode, and it ties. I think not only like a lot of EU stuff, but it also ties in some of the um, like it. I think like it 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 does a good job of of being like in proper Mandalorian uh setting, like taking its time to get into the story, but Totes. Like, still giving you enough to chew on. Like there there is like the whole Moth Gideon thing coming back. Like right. there's there's like old characters also coming back and like following up with them. Like even like having um uh Polly Lee come back as as the um oh, as the X Wing um detective. Oh, I love it. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Trapper Wolf was there too. I mean, don't yeah, there were two X wings. There were like two. Parked. There were two X wings. So I'm assuming. Yeah. Dave Filoni the was there. <laughs> he just didn't want to. He didn't want to get down. Yeah. He's he didn't like, want to actually act. He's just like, mm, you, you're, you're going <laughs> to take this one, and I'll. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to wait here. I, I I feel like if anything, like the directors were all really excited to like be in the X wing, but then they realized, oh shit, we need uh, like an actual. Play. We actually have to be. We have characters. To act? No, <laughs> let's just get a real actor to come in and um and 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 look sad for yeah. us. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But no, uh, we didn't get any. We didn't get any Filoni, but we got a lot of Uppa at the end. Yeah. At the very end, though. But uh, I really love that um, we. It's instead of like, uh, instead of it being like the Mandalorian like walking through the desert, it was him like destroying a whole facility. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of action. Um, yeah, it, he still like saved like a village though. So like, I don't know village? what it is. Instead of a village, it was the the town of Navarro. You know, yeah, like it. <sighs> I don't know. Your sister had brought up a good point the other night, where it's like, well, that was really for the next episode. Because yeah. it's not so much that Mando personally, uh, like it's not like they're like Navarro was saved. It was saved like in the end of the season. I think right. this was more just like something like a contingency because like, um, Apollo Creed felt. Sorry, grief carga. <laughs> grief carga. <laughs> um, grief carga. Like assumed that, like, hey, if there are more, like, it was preemptive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But I think that it's kind of interesting that, like, uh, like I'm, I'm really confused by like how many of the bounty hunters are now just like civilians on that planet. Yeah, because like, um, good point. Good point. Where, where you're right. Where did they all go? Because um, where's you, the bounty hunters guild? Yeah, because like you would think that like if Grief Cargo really wanted to get rid of something, like he would have like a plethora, like a whole like portfolio of people to like go back to. Like, did he alienate all those people, or did the Empire get rid of them? Like, or did the Mandos kill them all? Yeah, but, but <laughs> we like, really don't know. We really don't know. Also, um, one thing that I think is kind of interesting is like I wonder how many of the Mando because you know how like it's kind of implied like you could read it in multiple ways but it's but I interpreted that pile of like Mando helmets being like a lot of the people like took their helmets off left the way right and um, resume life in Navarro as people so that they could you know just exist right like they never left the planet they're just there as people 
Yeah, yeah. As a way to like protect themselves from from being outed as a Mando, and and I think um or being persecuted because they're or just following the way. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to follow the way no more because it's it's risky. And I mean, the way's so stupid, and that armor went back and got smelted for no reason. I guess. No, no, but um, I I mean, sure, but I I think. What I what I'm trying to get at is like I wonder um, if some of those people are now like I wonder if some of the foundlings there there are like the foundlings that are oh, in Navarro, you know, like some of the children in that daycare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that because would be a crazy fanfic you just wrote. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I um, but I I don't know. I think that it's um, I'm I'm curious like what the population of Navarro even looks where like. like where they? did all these like random civilians even come from? Yeah, and and like what. Like it, I don't know. Like I think, um, I like I don't think that it's just Grave Karga being a like being able to like make this town work. Like it, it has to have people, right? Like, I mean, he's just a magistrate, so he's just making sure like uh, things are getting funded, like the IG uh, Eleven statue and <laughs> yeah. like the school and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure Marshall. Um, search Star Wars name. I don't want to use that. Um, uh, no, get her. No, don't even. Uh, don't even mention her. The monster. <laughs> oh my god, Vinny. Um, Cara Dune, yeah. Marshall Cara Dune, the yeah. character, not the actress. Dirtbag. Potato brains. Just stop being a dirtbag, dirtbag. Um, actually. Okay. I, well, I don't know if you want to talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. Well, I guess let's just dive right into this topic. I don't think that I, I I think like um I see a lot of people and a lot of like my mutual friends like going out of their way to to like bully Gina Carano personally on like her Twitter. Um basically like, you know, Telling her that she's a transphobe, but also that she's like trash or like uh, other things that like don't really that she's disgusting and and stuff like that. And I think I think that the default, like in our culture, unfortunately, just puts trans people in a really terrible light. And I don't think I think most people from default don't understand like what it means to like be trans and and the work that's involved and like the trauma and the struggle and like i don't think we get very far by just um shaming people shaming people for something that like we already know that society like gives them like or like that if if we don't if they don't do the work of like educating themselves or knowing how to educate themselves that um we're ever going to find a way to like you know, get them on the other, get them on our side of things. You know what I mean? Um, it just, it, it kind of bothers me how, but I'm not surprised that, like, this is how Star Wars fans um, do things. Shame. Um, Shame. But I really, I'm, I'm Shame. I, I'm very disappointed in Gina Carano, but I, but I think I'm just as Shame. disappointed with um, Shame. some of, our, like, some of Shame. the Star Wars fans. As, as much as I understand Shame. where the pain and struggle comes from. Shame. Shame. Honestly, shame. I don't think it's wrong that we shame, shame her for like the things that she says and the things she's doing. Like she's not not only is she 
not trying to better understand trans folks, but she's also like joining the parlor app, right, spreading right. fear mongering against masks for right. some reason. But I guess like I think there's like a difference between like bullying somebody and like actually like trying to like expose and critique them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, mean I think like uh, that's why I'm not I'm not going out of my way and using profanity or things like the C word, which is saved for the ultimate douchebags, but like I'm very disappointed. Like I'm very disappointed in people like Ray Park, you know? When we find out they do dirtbag moves. Like I don't think it's wrong of me or the people who are disappointed in Gina Carano to have that feeling. Because no, u- ultimately I, no, what they, she's doing is very disappointing. But but what I'm saying isn't that like you can't be disappointed and that you can't have those feelings, but I think expressing those feelings in a way where like she like posted this random picture of her like camping and like people are like, You're disgusting, like you're terrible, like you're the worst person on the planet. And like I get where those feelings are coming from and I don't I'm not trying to invalidate those feelings, but at the same time, like I don't think that she's gonna look at her like Twitter like see all these comments about her being like a trash person and how she should be fired and coming out the other side being like, yeah, I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not right. sure it yeah. what is the most healthiest way, but I, I think it's like something that um, I, I don't, I, I feel like if anything, we don't really need to talk about um, her, but I think we should, I, I think we could, I love the character Kara Dune and everything about her from Alderaan. Like, one of the last people in her, like, planetary line, I guess. Right. And also somebody who, like... Marshall, strong as fuck. But not just... Rad. Yeah, but not just, like, strong in the sense that she's, like... um, Like, I feel like so many strong women, quote-unquote, in movies are, like, really skinny women that do a lot of thigh things. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not... The, um, the ones everyone's thirsting for, the squeeze right. in between their strong, strong thighs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's uh, kind of... Oh. I, I think, like, part of, like, what I think about when I think of, like, Gina Carano as Cara Dune is that, like, part of it is is that, like, you, you can't really... I, I don't feel like there's a plethora of people with her body type in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like somebody that looks like her, but I also think that because she comes from this different different space, like I mean, like the the UFC president like was in the RNC, right? Um, yeah, like in the RNC, like you know, really campaigning for Donald Trump, and, and so uh, I'm not, had a fight island, right? And had a fight island. So I'm I'm not surprised at all that that like that is her mentality coming in, especially coming from like a f- place that's like probably full of machismo and like Right. I mean the other day conservative. you really broke it down for me and it's really like Disney can't count as an equal opportunity employer if they're not employing Well you can't people uh, like this, I guess. At least like from my experience personally, like and, and not you know, I'm just some random twenty something. I might not have like the total insight on how like people hire people in uh, especially in Hollywood but i think that like um like i'm not sure what fans expect like do fans expect us to like or not us, us but do fans <laughs> expect disney to like um 
ask about your political party because it, as far as like my it's not personal that hard. practices are, you can't. I don't know. Because you can't just uh, discriminate based off of political party. Like I'm sure they're looking through their social, but like it wouldn't have been that hard to see that down the line. I, I really but don't know what the like answer to that question is other than like CG her out. Just kidding. I mean, <laughs> but, but also, like, um, how do I say this? Like, um, I I feel as though, um, I don't know, I feel, I feel kind of frustrated that, like, people, like, I think that it, it, it is a consequence of trying to, like, really find diverse people that right. you end up with people with, like, really diverse, like, I think, like, Pedro Pascal and Gina Carano, like, are such... Different. Totally on different ends of the spectrum. Like right. One, literally, like is a yeah like bottom left a socialist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like their his parents like fell out of the country because they were so socialist. Yeah. Um. And so, I don't know. I I understand, and and I and I respect it if people do. I just don't agree. I'll, I'll say I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that too, and I'll just put the period on it by saying. We love Star Wars. We love the characters of Star Wars. We just hope that the hiring process gets a little better, I guess. No, you you hope. I, I really don't believe. I, I don't believe because I don't think that that's, like, Disney's priority. Like, I also am curious how much of, like, our liber- liberal, like, social bubble really consists of, like, the Star Wars experience. Especially right, because It's such a small group, I guess. But at the same time, like... How is she gonna be? Her character gonna be like? I'm not a joiner, blue, but then she joins this like semi-fascist MySpace club. I don't know. We're getting we're opening a bag of worms, and then we're trying to close it. You know. Let's just consider it closed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. What else is in, in the docket for this episode? Um. Uh. Hey, we we see Baby Yoda. Oh, those Williams and Sonoma's fifty dollar uh, macaroons. If <laughs> you want to save yourself like fifty dollars, go to your local bakery. If they do macarons, just ask for Earl Grey macarons. Yeah, just blue ones, or you can make it yourself. Or you could be like not a douche and just say, "Can I have Earl Grey macarons?" <laughs> I don't think Macron is like um, the the president or the prime minister of france i don't know whatever <laughs> it's a delicious cookie and um he eats a lot of them by uh i love how baby yoda like only uses the force very like he uses the force in the same ways like i would use the force <laughs> with like the priorities <laughs> are like if i'm gonna die by a mud horn and or if i want a toy and or a sweet yeah yeah uh <laughs> It's so cute. I mean, I I love the fact that like William and Sonoma is putting out cookies, but like fifty dollars for some macarons. That's uh, that's cross market synergy there. <sighs> I guess so. I mean, it's just like teal food dye or food coloring. I mean, just a little bit of green, a little bit of blue. And there you go. You got some. Uh, what are they? What are they called? What are they calling them? They're not macarons in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> It's like uh, um, Navarro Nummy. Navarro Nummy. Oh, that's so 
Beautiful, my God. I, honestly, I think that, like, um, Williams and Sonoma is just, like, a distributor and that um, I'm assuming that, like, if it wasn't for um, Corona, that they would probably just sell Navarro Nomi's at the parks because they already I hope do so. macaroons in, um, like, in the Jolly Holiday in, in Disneyland. Oh, my God. If they start selling those Sons of Bees for $50 a pop, I'm rioting. <laughs> no, I don't think... Um, I think, like, in general, macarons are expensive. And I think if, if they would, they would probably be the similar prices in Jolly Holiday, which I think is, like... Pretty affordable. Like no, it's not affordable. It's, like, $5 for, like, one macaron. I mean, it's only affordable because we, like, pledged our souls to Disneyland for, like, an annual pass. It's not... Yeah, but also, like, the, the portion sizes are smaller because you're not, like, committing to yeah a dozen of them. Shout out to Jolly Holiday if we ever get to see it again. <laughs> Um, I, I like, yeah, like, we're not gonna eat so much. Like, I feel like $50 is enough for you to eat and throw it up later. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, I really love the fact that, um, we got a lot of, um, what do you even, so it turns out that this Imperial Base outpost on Navarro ended up being a laboratory with mm. a guy in the background wearing jeans, a green shirt, and a watch. Oh, yeah. And um, everyone went crazy for that, including me. I honestly didn't notice it the first time. It took me, like, three times to mm -hmm. notice it. And then the, and I was like, oh, my God, there he is, the legend. Um, I mean, uh, I think another one of our friends from the hashtag show, Steve, was like, I'm noticing G-Spot uh, watches going off the shelves. Oh, jeans? Yeah. No, the G-Spot? G... G shock, G, G spot. What is he talking about? The the watch, G shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool that that guy made it in, but was immediately edited out. And I mean, I it, oh, it look, so took sad. less than a week. Like they edited, they edited him out, edited him out on the. Thursday, and wow. we just confirmed it today. Me I, and you watched it today. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder, because I remember that there was, like, also a Starbucks cup that was, like, in frame in season one, and I'm curious now if they got rid of that as well. It was, like, in the coven. Whoa, I never noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I remember it now. I remember somebody showing me a picture. I never yeah, noticed yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Because th they really want to get that plug in. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks. Uh, somebody paid a PA. G Shock watches and Starbucks, <laughs> brought to you by Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but I um yeah I I feel really sad that it's that it's gone. But I guess it's like the special edition. Like it's very in the yeah. vein of like George Lucas to which is fine. It's super cool out. that they could edit it so quickly because it's all digital, no, no film. But I don't. Uh, I mean, sure, it's, like, cool in the sense that they could do it, but but at the same time, like, I wish that they just, like, embraced, like, their... Uh, I, I their mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, and, but and at the same time, look at what happened to Game of Thrones, but also Game of Thrones did rush through, like, a whole book. Well, I think, half. but Game of... Like, I think it's different when, like, you make, like, a mistake in, like, the the premise of your season story writing... And, like, character interpretation, like, I think that that's, like, a different thing from, like, this guy just 
like every like the editor like saw this and was like, I don't see. Do you think Carl Weathers? He directed this episode, by the way. Do you think Carl Weathers um, watched it and was like, "Yeah, perfect. Let's uh, let's." (laughs) He probably was like looking at it. He was just (laughs) looking at his face, being like, "Yeah, yeah." Look at that guy. (laughs) It's me, Carl Weathers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. No, but like, but I guess what I'm saying is that like, you know, like it's it's not. He didn't look past his face underneath. It's if if you were. If I don't know if it's available in the old way, probably would have the pirate it to see it live, but uh, it's right under Grief Karga's gun. Yeah, I don't. Right when they enter the lab. Yeah, like, but but I guess like that's the other thing too. It's not like it could be concretized. Like you can't record it. Like there's software designed so that you can't like screen cap like Disney Plus, right? Right. I don't so. know how people do it though. Like I. I don't know. I used to be able to do it. I don't know what happened. Um. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I think they're constantly just patching and changing it up so that nobody can like really take, um, information from. from it makes it. sense, but, but, but it no, makes no, it no, super hard for us cosplayers. No, but not just like cosplayers, but I think like, I I think it's like kind of weird that they control that that so much. Like, it's not like you can save a DVD of it, and like. You know what I mean? Like, right. there, like there are people out there that really cherish the original copies of like Star Wars that they have, like the ones right, where they're hard copies, where there's no McClunky or right, like, or even like the ones that like are the special edition. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, like you don't, you yeah. don't, like it's it's uh, it's just like a fleeting memory. It's um, and and it's weird in that sense because it was all the fans just being very public about it. And being excited, I don't know. From what I saw, people weren't disappointed. They were more just like excited at right, this, right? Yeah, and I think like, uh, and and I think that it's it was fine for what it was, but like it's, I think it's weird that there's space Starbucks. Yeah, but I think it's weird that they're hiding it or that they're putting in the work to destroy like evidence of their mistake when it should be something. It's like just something that's a inevitable. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that it's bad. I just think that it's weird. It is weird. I mean, I love the fact that like we got things like that still, but it's just part of the innovation. Like, uh, it, we, this is what happens when we go all digital and everything's already prepared. So they might they just like copy pasted a background where the legendary general uh, blue jeans was. Or Admiral Blue, <laughs> Admiral Blue Jeans, if you will. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, uh, speaking of labs, um, I don't know if it is a clone of Snoke or something. It just like it really reminded me of like Snoke's head at one point, or at least one of those like bodies in a vat of something. I don't know. It was hard for me to make out. Um, like what I saw was like. His, like, head connected to his shoulder. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I, um, like, it could be, yeah, it could be, like, snow, because it is, like, around that time, uh, and, and, and the Imperial Remnant is supposed to design to be, le- to be, like, the first seeds of the First Order, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Dark Troopers are essentially more robot than man kind of deal. Like, uh, they're just elite. What was, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Um, 
I, I guess I'm not really saying anything about the Shadow Troopers. I'm not suggesting that Snoke is a Shadow Trooper. I'm just, like, trying to figure out how much of it is, um, like, the f- the Imperial Remnant turning into the, f- like, the First Order, and if that's well, what the lead-up is, or if it's maybe. trying to diverge into whatever the EU is. I mean, it could be that they could have, like, two experiments <laughs> happening in one lab right, as well. Right, right. That's true. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, the, the VAT people don't have to be the same people that are in the, um, that are in the Shadow Trooper, um, garbs. If they are even that. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. I'm, I'm just more excited at the idea of, like, we're getting experimentation on the empi- imperial side because that mm-hmm. was always like the cool things about the EU. They weren't afraid to go really dark, and that's a really dark subject. Or really weird. <laughs> really weird. Because it is kind of weird. Like, it doesn't is. Palpatine have like multiple clones, and like they yes. clone like Luke's hand that fell, with and they Lu- named him Luke, Luke. <laughs> with like five years. <laughs> yeah, and he's a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Totally. I. Um. Yeah, and and I think, and I think it's like a, the product of like having somebody at the helm that like really enjoys Star Wars and also is totally fine with going really really weird. Um, like if if Rebels is any indication of anything, like we could literally have anything like time travel, which I think is insane. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm Lego Star Wars wasn't afraid of time travel. Neither should any of the other directors. <laughs> I mean, but, like, I think, like, Lego Star Wars gets a pass because it doesn't have to be canon. But I think, I, I I honestly remember watching, like, the season finale of Rebels and being like, this is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, it all started with the wolves. And yeah, time-traveling wolves. And one of them happened to be your adoptive dad. And then the Purgles came. Yeah, and then Space Whales. And then just, like... Rebels is insane, and I think um, that insanity is slowly seeping into the Mandalorian if it hasn't. Which is fine. It's I totally just Filoni has his hands all over this, and I love it. Like it, I, I love Filoni's vision for Star Wars, and um, I just can't wait to get more of him. And um, I really enjoyed the next episode, Chapter Thirteen. Uh, we'll get into that in a sec, but first I want to talk about uh, how we got the. Imperial troop carrier, but in real life, I remember like hearing about it. Like people were uh, saying that it happened. Like they 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 saw it on set, and they were it was super glorious. And uh, I'm just super excited that it was like a like a wrecking machine. Yeah, you know, this was like one of the experience. Like uh, when uh, when people talk about like how like in like how it feels to be somebody who like. Mrs. Fritter from uh, Cars, if you will. That was that was the Imperial troop carrier. Do you remember? Do you remember Mrs. Fritter from Cars Three? The wrecking car. The the wrecking bus. Oh, that's <laughs> right. It was a school bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is that I've never. I vaguely understand what an Imperial Troop... Like, it, wasn't it a toy? Yeah. Kenner? It was a toy, and it was also in Rebels, which was cool. Like, it evolved from there. Like, uh, it was really weird, because it didn't have windows, and, like, the scout trooper was shooting through the, like, gap, and, like, there is no windows to protect you from that. And I thought it was really weird that there were no windows. Yeah, like, there's no blast-proof, like, Glass shields. Yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they just didn't know how to use it. Or I, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe maybe Gene Corona just didn't pull up the windows. Yeah, that pull kept, up window button. The roof open. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Keep I don't the know. and keep the cockpit ventilated because of the Rona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's no air purifier there. Only only room for uh, um, coolness. Yeah. Um, and the turret in the back was cool, and uh, it was really cool to have like a chase scene into like. The dopest aerial combat we've seen in seen in like uh wait can we take a moment the Mandalorian can we take a moment to talk about well two things like first those biker scouts I love how like the biker scouts couldn't even like get out of like, <sighs> their base you know what's funny into each other and die I had I had a friend in the five hundred first who was like you know. I like rebels, but they're really making the stormtroopers and the empire seem very um, incompetent. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh, lady, they lost to teddy bears on Endor. <laughs> yeah, like when, when the most elite force, I if love you will. Biker scouts—they're hilarious. They're hilarious. Like, uh. I, I think Tie Fighters <laughs> are like more intimidating, just because I think like they actually do stuff. But even then. Um, I find it hilarious they couldn't even shoot uh, one transport in a cannon. Right. It's like shooting, like, a monkey in a barrel. I mean, that and, like, they couldn't even throw the grenade, which I get was, like, a suspension of disbelief if you wheel. But, I mean, like, yeah. he was holding it up for some reason. Just drop it, dude. But but at the same, <laughs> but on the flip side of it, though, I think it's kind of interesting that... Um, it, like, but it, it's not that like this show isn't like giving Imperials like a, like a cool vibe, especially with Moth Gideon, right? And um, uh, and a Thrawn coming up in the next, next episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you mentioned, but I, um, it's not that they're not giving him a fair shake. I think they're just showing what the Empire is exactly. Oh, uh, incompetent. Uh, a means of getting a decent paycheck every week. Yeah. Yeah. But um but they don't they don't even get like but that's like the weird thing about like the Empire the or the Imperial Remnant is that like they don't They're not even they paid don't even that get well paid a check anymore, right? Because like where's the where else is the money coming from? I think they are, but it's just Imperial credits and like But like they, what is that worth nowadays? But it's like the em- like it's like the people that believed in the it, Empire. It still so spends. Yeah. But it, they believe in the Empire so much that like They'll kill themselves because, like, in the last episode, like somebody like literally took Long a cyanide live. pill. The empire and the like. I really loved how uh, electrical. He said that long live the empire. Um, I don't know. It's very scary these cultists, if you will. But we see like, just li- also from last episode, the two different views on cults. Whatever. Um, while while we're still on chapter twelve, um. Shout out to having another space Latinx. Yeah, under all fold. that all that latex. Yeah. Um it was really cool to, like I know we, we Horatio Sands, thank you for coming back. Like, thank you for being the comedy relief. Yeah, though I mean <laughs> I, I feel conflicted because like I like the idea of having like another um, you know, person of color, like fun comedian guy. But I honestly didn't think his role was very funny. I thought it was a little sad. <laughs> it was really sad. I mean, basically, it's like indentured servitude. Like, yeah. at what point you got to call a spade a spade? Yeah, and, like, I, I get that he stole from Grief Karga, but at the same time, like, I wonder, like, um, I don't know. Like, I, uh, it, it was kind of awkward because, like, I 
think it was trying to be played for laughs, but I... It, yeah, it really just, like, ah, God, why do you gotta treat the Mithril with so such disrespect? Yeah, and also, like, I think it's kind of insane that, like, his, it, like, he's like called he's Mithril. Like, he's subhuman or something? Yeah, he's called Mithril, but that's the name of his species. Like, that's not even his name. Yeah. And it's, like, I, like, it, I don't know, it, it, it's very, um... Do we learn his name? No, he's just called Mithril the entire episode. Sad. That's that's what his credits is, I think. Oh, uh, lame. I know. When do we get Horatio Sands Star Wars name? Come I on. Know. I guess we never got um what's his name? We didn't even get his name last year, the 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 cl- Z client. Oh right, weren't I would like to see maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We never got him his name either. But it's uh but but it's not so much that he he's not being addressed. I don't know. I maybe Grief Carvica just personally doesn't like ta- telling, <laughs> or doesn't mind not knowing people's names. Lame. And I'm <laughs> I'm a magistrate. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know everything about this place. Um. Yeah, maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just calls him. It's maybe shorter than his real name, like Chewbacca. They call him Chewy. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just his nickname. I mean, yo. maybe he just addresses people by like their their species. Like Mando is Mando. Your name's Dent. Whatever. Whatever. Mando. Mando. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you know what I hate him, though? Like even in the subtitles, they still write out the Mandalorian instead of putting Dinjarin, which is shorter. But whatever. I guess is it too alien for the Mandalorian? I I don't know. Um. Like it's a it's a pet peeve of mine, I guess. Like I'll I'll call it that. Mm. It's just like you gave us his name. Why don't we call him by his name? I guess he's trying to keep it secret from people. I mean, but is he though? Yeah, I really don't know. Like, like is it? I don't think is it. Like, is the there anyone that he doesn't need to know his name? I guess he doesn't want to use his name around the mithril. Does the creed, like, specify that you <sighs> need to give up your name? I really don't know. I really don't know. And I'm and the more this creed evolves, the more and more I'm just like, ah, oh, can we get over this creed stuff already? I want to see the beautiful man that is Pedro <laughs> Pascal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see more Pedro as well. Oh, totes. I mean, I, I think I had seen that um this episode, he was actually in the suit for it. Oh, how do you know that? I saw an Instagram photo of him and the Mithril person. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, super cute. I yeah. think they're... Uh, I don't want to speak out my book, but... They're both They're both definitely Latinx. I think I saw that same Instagram post. And yeah, because he shouted out from... happy. I think they're Chilenos. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible Latinx person. No, you're not. You don't have to know everyone's nationality or whatever. But I must. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'm but, only human. But I think. Uh, but I think that they definitely appreciate each other's company. And yeah, it Totes. would be awesome if uh, if Pedro uh, was in the suit more often. I would love to see him in the suit more often. I would like to see. I Pedro. would like to see the Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Do you want to? Move on to the next episode. I really want to move on to the yeah, next yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more to talk about. In the next episode. I don't know. Th- a lot happened in this episode, but it was a shorter episode. It was 32 minutes. Yeah. And and um, it was quick. Very quickly paced. 
I don't, yeah, I, I didn't mind the timing. I know that a lot of people have been complaining about, like, the weird time slots, but honestly, I think that if the... Right, how we, we went, like, from 45 minutes down to, like, 39. Then to we, an hour. 36, 32, and now back to, like... Yeah, but, like, but I think strength. that um, as long as, like, it kind of fits the pacing of the sh- Like, I, I honestly, I, I, I haven't felt the difference in time that much, and um, I think it's kind of, I think, if anything, it gives the flexibility to the director. Like, if they don't, like, it, it's, like, a kind of flexibility that they, that they never had since the streaming started, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that, honestly, like, if the director feels like nothing needs to be added, then why add this padding that you're going to complain about anyways? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather that it just be whatever the director or, like, the the writer is, is trying to see through. And Right. Um, it doesn't... They don't all have to... Like, it, I don't know. We saw it when it was, like, on prime time, where, like, if you're trying to force them to make a time and, like, the story's not supposed to last that long... Right. Like they start like just throwing things in there for time, right? Or like um, or or like the weird um breaking of the structure for like commercial breaks and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have that at all. Like I don't, I wouldn't want there to be commercials, and I'm thankful that like Disney Plus hasn't added commercials because that would just ruin it. You're spoiling it with your commercials. If I, I don't know, I'm. I don't want to say that after three years it's going to change, but I have a feeling that once we get past that, like, um, I don't know if you remember, but, like, before Disney Plus even came out, you mm-hmm. could buy, like, a three-year bundle at, like, the cheap 65 to $69 a month rate. And, like, I have a bad feeling that um, after these three years... Sorry, did I say three years? Yeah. Yeah, after the three years, I think they're going to, like, change the pay structure. Mm. And it scares me. Yeah. Because that's exactly what Netflix did. I think Hulu has always had commercials. I'm just, like, Netflix doesn't have commercials other than for their own stuff. And I hope, I hope and pray to the force that they keep that. Like, if you're going to do commercials, just keep it to Disney stuff that you might be interested in. I honestly don't know, Um, because it's not that Disney doesn't already own TV channels, unlike Netflix, right? Yeah. Um, But I uh, I, I honestly don't know. Honestly, I I forewrite all that anxiety to you because you're the one that pays for a Disney Plus subscription. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's get into this episode, though. Like, why, why talk about Disney Plus when we could talk about Ahsoka Fatano? Chapter 13. The Mandalorian. The Jedi. They'll never expect it. This is by far my favorite episode ever so far. Like, it combines two of the greatest cultures that I've ever, like, believed in. And, like... (laughs) (laughs) Jedi and Mandalorian. Um, my two sides of myself. Mm -hmm. Um... 
I don't know how else to say it. Like, I really love seeing Ahsoka. I really loved seeing that, like, they were able to translate the animated character into a real-life character with, like, flawlessness unseen and unheard of. Maybe, like, and I guess compared to, like, Marvel Universe stuff, but I thought it was really cool. I'm surprised for you uh, to... I'm surprised to hear that from you because I know that a lot of people have been complaining ad nauseum about the, the Montrals. Well, that's because they cosplay Ahsoka and are like, ah, dang, Farrick, I have to make another mold of Montrals? <laughs> it is expensive. It is very expensive to do molding, and I, like... I'm very sad for you as a cosplayer, but don't rain on our parade because you have to make a new mold. Yeah, and also, I, I, I think that it is really nice. I know that there's controversy over, um, over, um, an alleged, uh, I know that there's controversy with Rosario Dawson, but at the same time, it's really nice to see, like, a black person represent Ahsoka It's Tana. really nice for Ahsoka like Tano to get her lips back. Yeah. <laughs> I forget which friend of, of ours, but, like... She pointed that out, and I laughed so hard. Um, yeah. Like, she's not, like, rebels. Like, mm -hmm. she looks way better. Yeah, and I um I will say, like, besides the very controversial mantras, like, I love her, um, like, her entire costume, like, the hot <sighs> pants with the... The MC Hammer pants. But also, like, the, the arm wraps, how, like, they wrapped it in a way that, like, sort of is reference to, like, her Clone Wars costume, but also... Um, it's folded in a way where it, I think it's like the same folds that you use for like a samurai sword, um, Ooh. on the hilt, you know? Sickening. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, like I don't know her, what that wrap is called either, but yeah, I her, know what you're talking about. But the design is like really nice. I, um, I really dig it. I, um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just, it's, it's really cool to see her again. My sister... Yeah, made a good point about Rosario Dawson that you, despite like, uh, and, and like maybe we should just say shame. it aloud that <laughs> shame. <laughs> yeah, so um, shame. Rosario Dawson shame. There has been um, shame. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell when this old lady stopped <laughs> shaming. Um, I guess Rosario Dawson, but um, there there have been allegations from a trans person that. They were evicted and assaulted personally by her and her mother, um, specifically for being a trans man. Um, Shame. Shame. So, and, and Shame. I guess, like, in this podcast, we... Shame. <laughs> Shame. We dirtbag. Um... I, I, yeah. I, I'm really sad. It makes me so sad that my favorite character is betrayed by a dirtbag who would be an assault a trans person just solely by being trans or for being trans i should right. say sorry so and yeah it just brings such like ill feelings so just this whole season has been such a uh, i don't even know how to say i've been so conflicted about it because i want to support and love all my trans friends and folks out there at the same time, I love Star Wars and I love Ahsoka, and I just wish I could be like to like celebrate it with like a clear conscience. Yeah, it, there you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I um, 
Yeah. I I, I understand if, if... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I don't really know what to say besides, like, it does really suck that you kind of... Like, you can't, like, just full-heartedly celebrate something because you always have that anxiety that, like, this person might have done a terrible thing and you don't want to, like, support this person if right. you do. Like, even back in the Rebels days, I think the lady who voiced Princess Leia had done and said something negative towards the LGBTQAI community. No, it was resistance, yeah. Ah, even sadder. And, but but I guess, like, um, and maybe this is, like, where the expectation is of, like, fans thinking that they can fire actors, and maybe they can, but... Just um, never hire them again, but at the same time, like, the case came out in 2019, and we still haven't seen anything, and, like, yes, it could be, like, the coronavirus is stopping them from going to court, but at the same time, it could also just be, like, she paid that person out. And that's even more troublesome to me. Right. But al- but also, like, I, I think that it's strange, like, the circumstances of it. Like, I don't I don't need this episode to be, like, a, <laughs> a legal episode about Rosario Dawson's uh, legal situation. But Shame. I, um... Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Are you shaming me? No, I'm shaming Shame. Rosario Dawson okay, and her okay. mother for assaulting a trans person. Um, but but I guess like the circumstances of it is is a little strange. Like the way that they described it is like she was sitting on. I'm assuming their pronouns are he and him because he's a he identifies as a transgender man. But um, and 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 that like. I, I don't know. I, I think it's really, it, like, the, the way that it, the story was described, it was a little strange, and so I thought, I'm I, I don't, I don't, not really sure. Like, I, I want to just default to, like, the victim, but I think at the same time, like, I, I just want to believe that people are better than that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, honestly, there's a story out there on, I think it was NBC covered it at one point, and on their website, not on live TV uh-huh. yet. And um, I don't know. If you want to do more research, it's not that hard to find. Yeah. Um, All right. But moving on. Um, but Ahsoka's I think great. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think, too, uh, I, I think sort of, like, setting that aside, um, but but still acknowledging it. Like, I, I think Rosaria Dawson does, like, a... Um, like the way that my sister said, it's, like, she's she's already done a lot of work in, like, taking people from like a two-dimensional space like comic book characters like i think she was in sin city um and i think she did a good job with ahsoka tono with like not making her seem so uh like cartoony but at the same right. time like at the same time isn't her like enough credence and it did, did have like a gamora gave me ahsoka vibes so going from like gamora gamora has two Blades too, so the stunts must have not been that different. I wonder if she Gamora did. Gamora is played by Zoe Saldana. Oh my god, I'm the terrible person. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, it's oh like no. Uh, um, one's green and one's orange. <laughs> it, it yeah, it, it's hard to tell with with all that makeup. I always I, thought I it was retarded, but duh, but duh. darn it. <laughs> it's okay. I feel terrible, but so also bad. at the same time, screw you, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> You'll Come never on, take why Gamora you from me. No, you can never take Gamora from me now. <laughs> I was sad. I was her. very sad. Yeah. Because of the 
you wait, you were sad because of Guardians of the Galaxy because you thought Rosario Dawson played. I thought it was her. Up. They looked very similar in the makeup. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm a, just a terrible person. You and know I what? Apologize. It, it, a black a black woman in a whole face paint. No, that's not. No don't eyebrows. don't go no, there. I'm not, no, I'm not saying. But I'm I'm not. I'm just. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because I could see how you could make that mistake, and that's fine. <laughs> you have okay, so uh, you know Gamora's unproblematic. No, you can watch Guardians of the Galaxy with that. Great. Now I just got to worry about Chris Pratt and his Chris Prattness, but whatever. I don't know. I, I, we had gone over like we can't Chick Fil A everything in our lives, but at the same time, like we totally can. But it's just hard. I want to leave it at that. <laughs> I just think that it's funny. Um, but I guess getting more into like the meat of the episode, I, there's a there's like a lot of plot stuff here. Um, there's the so. It, how did you feel about the episode in general? Like besides like um, Ahsoka Tano, uh, I thought it was really cool, and how I really loved how the Mandalorian like. He kind of played this mastrate. Oh, I forget her name. I have it written down in our notes somewhere. But it's like a weird, like human name, like, like Bethany. Oh, it's Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth. That sounds like a person. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like Karan. Like Karan. <laughs> 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 uh, so good. I don't know. I really loved like Filoni's full out like boner for a Kurosawa and like how. Uh, he lived his total like cowboy samurai, samurai fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was beautiful. Like the whole episode, like for it being like this burnt down for like X Force planet. Mm -hmm. Like that was. I don't know if you knew this, y'all, but that planet was supposed to be a Force planet, and sad, sad. Um, shame <laughs> to Mor Morgan <laughs> Alsbath. <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It started off really cool because, like, Ahsoka goes full-out ninja Jedi warrior and, like, yeah. is walking in and out of the shadows with, like, ease. Right. And I think um, it was I, – I think also um, – I, I think it's kind of interesting what they do with, like, the set design here um, and also yeah. with, like, some of the costume design. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, I felt like the back – like, the buildings really were reminiscent of Batu. Ooh. And, like, I wonder if, like, yeah. just I, – I wonder if, gen if in general, like, the Mandalorian – like, if the Disney execs behind The Mandalorian are, like, trying to, like, uh, do this cross-platform synergy um, and are trying to create, like, their new visual language that, like, sort of complements all the stuff that's happening, like, with, with the, their other properties. Yeah. Because um, I think, like, the, the structure of, like, the buildings, like, I thought that, like, it's particularly Morgan Ellsbury's, uh, her, her house, like, in the river, like, it looked... Not that dissimilar from like the rotundas that like yeah that where you could buy food yeah or, um, and batu yeah or like next or like um, oh what is that Jedi what is the Doc shop Dakandar right yeah um and I also think that it was kind of interesting that like um at the very end of the episode when they assign one of the civilians as a magistrate that the the way that the magistrate's robes are kind of don't look dissimilar to Grief Karga's Magistrate Rogues oh. in the previous episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
and and I'm not sure how to feel about that because like on one hand I think it like creates like this kind of like uh vocabulary like a visual vocabulary but at the same time it kind of compromises like the thing that I like about Star Wars in which like they're just like all these different planets that have all these different cultures and you say um, this but we like within the sequel trilogy we got like three desert planets and that was the sequel trilogy yeah well I guess more like in the line of with um with like uh the prequel trilogies and um right when George Lucas ruled the world yeah and like with with parts of Clone Wars where you could like find random pockets of people that just had a totally different way of being like I and and I think that like kind of like the selling point of Star Wars sometimes is that like you like there are all these characters with like these really like interesting stories that look totally off the cuff and and have their own things like the red corsair or like that ant that's just in ants ants <laughs> ants ants um, ants um, <laughs> um so so i i'm not sure how i feel about it but but i think it's kind of interesting that they um that it that i think they did that and also that that i think it highlighted sort of like the um, Asian architectural silhouettes. Totally, of, of like the, um, of the Batu. That was a koi pond. You can't, you can't fool me. Yeah, or, I live in even, San Jose. <laughs> but even like the gate, the fact that the gate had like this kind of like arched thing that uh, honestly looked like kind of like a, like a, like a, uh, like kind of like the gates that they had in like Rashomon. Yeah. Um, like the way that there was like just like this straight hallway so that. Ahsoka can, like, both Ahsoka and the Mando could, like, walk down. Right. Which kind of felt both like a, like a border town and, like, a cowboy western, or, like, a... Right. Like the saloons over here. Yeah, but, (laughs) but, but at the same time, it also looked like a, like you were saying, like a Kurosawa film. Like, I... Totally. You had showed me bits of a movie, and I was, I don't... Yojimbo. Yeah. I've never seen it in my life, but I probably should get on it. I wanted to watch it on Thanksgiving, but we got we were busy watching like they're also very long of Love and Monsters. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We could always watch it one day. I really want to just have a marathon of just like classic movies that I just missed and haven't had the chance to watch, like Die Hard today. (laughs) Yeah, classic (laughs) movies like Die Hard. Classic movies. Oh yeah, totally just lost half our demographic. Die hard with a vengeance. Oh my gosh. Live free, die hard. Can I add that it's super disturbing the fact that Morgan Al's bath. Her, like, the only green that we see for a while is, like, behind a gate and where she lives. Yeah. It's uh, super no. sad and disturbing because she That's desolated and glassed this planet mm-hmm. for materials and whatnot. And, like,. But she gets the green, like none of the citizens right. get to see that or yeah. be around that. Like yeah. I didn't see anybody behind those gates other than droids. Right. The HK eighty seven. Oh, I did get it right. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know, it just was disturbing. Like, is this what people think America's like? Like yeah. ah, that's sad. That yeah. that's not how it is. If anything, our water's tainted and our trees are burning. Right. So, uh, if we don't get our smack together in the next seven years, we're gonna have a climate change. What are they calling it? And like, 
It's not a dis- I guess it's just a natural disaster within the next seven years. Oh no, like a series of natural disasters. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get a series of natural disasters, but not enough people are talking about it. So hey, twenty or so listeners out there, thanks for stopping by. Josh, <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> I don't know, spread stop stop polluting, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> stop that right there. Just kidding, we love you, Josh. Yeah, we love you. Um, You're obviously doing your best. Um, we all are. Yeah, but but I guess but not like, everybody is. Um, and this is like sort of. Um, I, I remember you trying to mention like Unjung's point because Unjung, my sister, came into the room and like after watching the episode and kind of like expressed like this feeling of uh, feeling that um, like she's kind of tired in general of like this storyline of like one person or two people come in and they solve the problems for everyone in the village. Yep. And like, uh, and, and it's how kind of tricky of a fallacy it is because like the real changes happen because the community comes together. Yeah. And so like, it's weird that like, and we don't get to see that real change. Yeah. Because they cut, they, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's like a 180 and it's like this idea that a savior is going to come in and like solve cr- climate change for you so you don't have to do You're anything. welcome. Or like that a, <laughs> that a vaccine will like solve all your problems so you don't have to wear a mask. It, right. Like I could see like kind of like the implications of that and it is uh, um, like I get, I get her point. But at the same time, it is kind of gratuitous to see like um, both Mando, sorry, Din. Din Jaren And Jedi, Ahsoka <laughs> to, to kick so much butt. Um, it, it, like, cause I felt like so much of it was, was really gratuitous in that, like, um, it was trying to play into, like, pastiche, but, um, in a way that really glorifies Ahsoka, um, which I guess is for better or for worse. Like, I, I also, like, I don't know if, like, this is with, within, like, your bubble of Star Wars fans, but, um, I heard a lot of, like, people, like, even complaining that, like, her episode was so gratuitous that, like, it, it was, um, that it kind of didn't play very, uh, like, it it almost sort of assumed, like, the Mando's part because it, because, like, it, it felt like Dave, it, this was his baby and he was just trying to showcase his baby. Like, what did, did you, what get do you that mean? What from? do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, Ahsoka was killing too many people? No, I guess more that, like, uh, that that it, that the amount of Ahsoka was really gratuitous. Oh no 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 no! no. I don't want to hear that. Get out of here! Get out of here! All y'all Ahsoka haters and the people cosplaying Ahsoka who are angry about the Montrols changing, stop it! We had a good time. Dave Filoni. I don't know if you look back at Dave Filoni's last episode that he did. Which one did he do last year? Was it? Was it the cell? Did he do the cell? Yeah, he did do the the prison, one? the prison one. Like, look how much better he's gotten, like at directing, and he's only gonna get better from here. And I think he did a really good job at balancing the. It wasn't the Ahsoka show, and in fact, we're not gonna get any more Ahsoka. I bet you. Yeah, I mean, it really seems that she's not. Um, I got twenty dollars on it. I'm good for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I I agree with That's you. That's a Bruce I don't Willis think... quote. I d- yeah, I don't think that um, Ahsoka is is really going to be that much involved either. Like, it clearly seems like she has other things going on with her life. Yeah, shout um, out to our Wolfpack friend Kai, who's just like, 
angry at Ahsoka for some reason. Like, I remember having pleasant talks about, like, Ahsoka back in the day. But that's what I'm saying. I I feel like there are people that used to like Ahsoka for who she was, but that they're frustrated by the idea that um, her popularity is sort of getting in the way of, of the stories that are being made because we're taking this break to, you know, let Dave Filoni, like, play with Ahsoka. You know but what I mean? Dave Filoni's been writing Ahsoka from the beginning, guess, so what's uh, the problem? Like, like, uh, it's it's only as much of a problem as how much you feel like it interferes. Like, I'm not. I don't think I'm it's interfering more. I'm not saying that I have this as, opinion, but yeah. I'm. T- but what I'm saying more is that, like, I see that there are people that have this opinion, and right. I think it's it's worth like considering and thinking about because we, we don't share these opinions. Well. I, you don't. <laughs> I definitely do not. I, I don't know how I feel. I think I'm still trying to figure it out. Honestly, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this episode. I'm still chewing on it, and I think I've watched. Uh, yeah, you haven't watched it as many times as I have. You stayed up <laughs> the one time at twelve for the first. I, w- I watched it once, and then I fell asleep while you watched it. Yeah, three more times. Maybe that's really, <laughs> in- and I think that that's indicative of like how much you enjoy this episode. I love Snips. I loved her little smirk when she got caught in, like, uh, the Mandalorian's lasso grappling hook thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's that little, like, smirk because she sees a tree and she's like, oh, classic. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, cuts out of the ropes, no problem. Like, had Din made a wrong move here, he'd be dead right now. I know. I just, I always think about, like, Ahsoka, like, I think it was in season two where, like, she beheads four um, Mandos Mandos at the same time. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god. Um, That could be you, but also at the same time, um, you have like this moment where it's like Beskar against lightsabers, and you know how much that meant to you. It means so much that like, my friend Terrence from the Wolves of Mandalore said it best, like, Beskar is back to its former glory. Like there were, there was that question out there that Disney nor neither confirmed nor denied that like, can a lightsaber cut through Beskar? Can anything get through Beskar? And in Legends, the answer's no. Really? Yeah. So it was very like, heartwarming. Unless it's pu- pure Beskar is stronger than adamantium and whatever the heck is in Captain America's shield and whatever. Like, nothing could break through best pure Beskar. Yes, vibranium. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, vibranium. Not Beskar. I don't care. Like, I I got so teary-eyed, too, just at the sound of pure Beskar. Like, (laughs) we only imagined hearing these sounds, or I... Uh, pers- I personally only, have, I guess, like imagined what these sounds would sound like, mm-hmm. and we would we got a little bit of taste in it whenever the Mandalorian gets shot. But the beauty of the sound of the spear that Mandalorian like, hit, like, just like taps against his gauntlet is just so beautiful. It made me tear up because I'm just a sap like that. Yeah, I was um I was cleaning up. Um, to the Blue Harvest podcast because I think we just had it on. Um, and I, I'm curious because they do ask this question. I kind of want to know what your opinion is. Is 
Do you think that the Mando is going to use that Beskar uh, spear? Oh, snap. I like, really you, hope so. Do you think he's going to use it against Moth Gideon? Because how else is he going to protect himself? Or fight? I, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. But at the same time, like I guess he could just do what he did with Ahsoka. Yeah. But, yeah, he used it like Wonder Woman. That was really cool. Like, are his gauntlets okay? Like, the functionality of them? Like, yeah, I mean, his jetpack is very obviously stronger than Boba Fett's jetpack. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he also still so, was able to use his flamethrower immediately afterwards. Yeah, it, it really, like, it really calls out, like, Boba Fett on not being a real Mandalorian. This is the sound, by the way. Oh, my God. Beautiful. I don't know. I think it's so true. Sounds like metal. <sighs> it, yeah, okay. I, I already, I've already done some research on the RPF and, like, everyone and their moms looking for uh, javelin, pure steel javelin <laughs> poles <laughs> now. <laughs> There's one Actual. out there, and it's, like, $400. I'm like, can I justify this to Sharon in any way? And I was immediately, like, no. No. Yeah, you can't, because it's in no it's way going to be. It's actual Yeah. Um, so I'm going to probably just... 3D print one onto a broom <laughs> stick yeah, yeah. and then be like, yeah, it's a broom, it's see? <laughs> <laughs> you, like put, you have the mop attached you can... See, like, it, here, it. yeah, put it in my satchel that I'll also have because <laughs> Mando, Mando, satchel Mando is that my Mando. favorite, cutest Mando. It's very cute. I keep it for luck. I keep him for luck. Oh, so good. Very sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about Grogu? Grogu. The child has a name now. The child also has a tragic backstory now. I mean, Level implied, 10 tragic but... backstory. We all knew it was going to happen, but we've got it. Plain like, and simple. Like, Ahsoka was able to, like, mind meld with him. Yeah, though I will say, like, I think it, it's kind of surprising to me that, like, I didn't realize or think that child would have such visceral memories of order 66 like because i i think like yeah he like in timeline wise he if he's 50 then he must have been aligned at that time but i still think that it's kind of weird that he would have memories of it in such visceral moments. i guess it it just is was a traumatizing experience especially i mean for somebody who was so attuned to having to go through order 66 enough like we saw cal kestis go through it and he Mm -hmm. was old like not older Um, but, like, just watching Jedi go through Order 66, like, it just seems so terrifying. And, of course, the, uh, Grogu's gonna have, like, some sort of PTSD on, like, his Force powers. Yeah, but I guess, like, I'm not, I'm surprised that a baby would remember that. Well, he's, he, he's 50 years old. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, the weird, but that's what I'm seeing is, like, is what's throwing me off is, like, it's... There are, like, moments where, like, we treat him as a toddler, but, like, I wonder actually how, um, like, intelligent he is as a person and, like, how much he has, like, a memory and how much he is absorbing what's happening around him. Because it's hard to say, right? Because he's just, like, this babbling little thing and, like, oftentimes he's played for laughs and to be cute baby or whatever. Um, So much so that, like, it's hard to really read him as, like, a person. So I, I I don't know. I think it's um I think it's kind of interesting to know that 
he remembers that moment and that it, it kind of makes me wonder how much he's remembering and internalizing the things with Mando because it's like um, sometimes I feel like you know, like the like I think put was it? the red one, yeah, where the blue one is, right? Like a baby yeah. group moment, but at the same time, <laughs> like he he has a tragic backstory, and he, um, and I, I think it's so funny that like Ahsoka is like you know he's too traumatized to use the force, and that's that's my prognosis. When in when like literally an episode <laughs> before he used the force in front of like thirty children. To get some cookies. To get some cookies. Get your priority straight, Baby Yoda. Yeah. I I mean, I guess his priorities are protect Din Djarin cookies. Yeah, protect (laughs) So, so, like, it's not that bad, but, like, it was super sweet to learn that, like, the Mandalorian, like, full out is a, sorry, Din Djarin is a father figure to the young Grogu. Yeah, like it's it's not just subtext; it's like actual text, like it's yeah. being concretized. And like uh, the moment, like at the end of the episode, where um, where like he thinks that he's like giving um Grogu away to um to Ahsoka to to train, and like that tender moment where like he's just like he can't even bring himself to like wake up the baby, and that he just like and like the fact that like. Because I was, like, trying to, so I'm, I'm, like, trying to, like, paint more, and so I'm pulling screen caps from um, this episode to, like, paint Baby Yoda, and I noticed that, like, Baby Yoda, in his sleep, is holding onto the Mando's thumb, and I just- Oh, my God! Um, and, and, like, I, I don't know, I thought that that was such a sweet and tender moment, and, um- <laughs> oh like my so- gosh! I, I started like so crying. Good, like, this like, whole like it's just like okay, I'm not messing with this. Like this whole the music, just everything about that closing scene right before Ahsoka comes in. Like, oh. hold, I started. I cried. I cried so hard. <laughs> I cried like a baby. Like yeah, me too. You, you. The level of like just artistry and like the direction has just Filoni blew it out of the water. Everything about this episode makes it my favorite. Like the this like we always imagined Dave Filoni taking over, but like it's great that like he's proven to like be a really good director in this episode to me. And this that and a top of everything like the possibility of losing baby Yoda giving us that thought of like, what does Din Djarin's life look like without the wee child Grogu like that? And like the longing of like family, like obviously Din Djarin thinks of the child as his son. Like Din Djarin loves Grogu. (laughs) I don't, but I I'm not sure if he really is is connecting those those feelings to to actual thoughts because I mean like at the end of the day he is trying to like finish out his quest and he is like really pushing like Ahsoka like here take this child please I, I want him but, but at, at the, the same s- time like, when he, it came down to the time like he was very sad about it right yeah yeah and hey, I think you're sad no I'm not <laughs> yes you are I can tell I'm a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I love um 
I love the moment where he's uh sort of like Fabiana's like taking his preschool test to see if he can Oh like, yeah. Get I love that scene because like the the world is a wasteland. There's no green anywhere, but Ahsoka I'm not sure if he she used the force or something, but like the area where Ahsoka was in was a little greener than the mm-hmm. rest of the world. And uh, by the way, it was super nice that Dave Filoni added the owl, mm-hmm. Ahsoka's the owl. Yeah, the Conferi, Conferi, Con, Con. However you pronounce That's just his Conferi. wife's last name, because it's not Bo-Katan, it's Bo-Katan. And yeah. it's not Con Canvary, it's Con Con Canvary. I don't know. I'm talking out my butt now, but okay. fans have been like, "Well, the characters are based off of Dave Filoni's wife, so it's obviously pronounced just like her name." It's like, well, it's not Revan, it's Rivan. I don't know. <laughs> and it, okay, so but the, the owl's there. The owl's there, yeah. and it's beautiful. And I really love that, like that scene where they're sitting in front of the landscape that is a uh, moon and the moon's just so nice and bright at night and it's just like her and baby yoda bonding like they've never met each other i called him baby yoda his name is grogu yeah, um getting hard to i know i know I, it's just like the mandalorian where oh din jaren <laughs> like slowly knowing people's names over the course of seasons yeah i mean it could all start with you know like just using their names in the subtitles, which, like, after Grogu's name is said, they start using Grogu as, like, the title of who's speaking for baby Grogu. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Why um, don't they do that more for Din Djarin? The heck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I, like, um, I like the way that the Mando slash Din Djarin, um, how he, like... Is trying to cheer on uh, Grogu with, with like trying to like do well in his test. Right. Like he it just it feels so pinnacle dad of him being. Well, like, you kind of went through a similar thing. You were telling me like your father had to do that for you to get into like private school. Yeah, he did. But um, but I I don't I don't see it as like a personal moment. But I think it's just like a very sweet thing of him being like, I know you could do supportive it. Supportive father. Yeah, like, yeah. you could do it. Oh, I believe in you. Supportive um, man daddy. Uh, <laughs> man daddy. Uh, I don't know. I thought that that interaction was sweet. I thought that this um, it was sweet for Din, who, you know, we know is his father figure, um, to say Grogu's name and, like, for Grogu to respond. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, like... Um, I know that they make that they cut to like Grogu like smiling and and like responding to his name like three times, ah. <laughs> but um, but I think like it it must have been really um, satisfying for him to like have his father figure say his name, you know? Oh my gosh, it was so figure. cute that scene where like you could tell like Grogu was very Grogu was very happy to. Uh, you know, hear his name for the like out loud. Mm-hmm. He probably hadn't heard it since the end of the Clone Wars. Right, exactly. It's like having like a spirited away moment. Yeah. Um, uh, we're running pretty late. Want to do some shout outs on the episode? Okay, sure. Uh, shout out to those cages from Rebels for getting a terrifying live action uh 
remake. Shout out to those cool droids, especially that one that did a backflip onto a roof. Oh, HK-87s. Dope. Hunter Killer droids. So hot. They're it like the me, like, cousins K2SO of IG. Vibes. Oh, yeah. The K2SO and IG-88, if they had a baby. <laughs> you know? Cause, like, well, these are, they're, they're from the old Republic, so you might have offended some people, but I don't know. Okay, whatever. whatever. Sorry, people out there. I thought it was a old um, Ralph McQuarrie design. It is. But, but it's also better. used in the Old Republic? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Whatever. Whatever. Shout out to the Force for um, guiding Ahsoka to live this long and uh, telling her that, you know, hey, Mando, go to Tython and uh, baby Groju will, uh, Grogu will uh, choose his own fate. Yeah, shout out to all the fan theories of who's going to be on the other side of that. Honestly, okay, um, I, I I actually kind of hope that um, Mando, or sorry, Din, takes Baby Yoda to the, the top of the seeing stone or whatever, and for Baby Yoda to not reach out with the Force. Oh, to be like, no, nah, I want to be a Mandalorian. Yeah. I want that too. Like, but it, at the same time, I'm, I like it could. I I would also be happy with the tie-in to Ezra Bridger. I'd be happy with the tie-in with Cal Kestis. Luke I'd be, Skywalker. I'd be happy with Luke Skywalker. I don't know yep. how they're gonna reconstruct his face every episode, but uh, yep. I mean, uh, there yeah. was this uh, guy who everyone's spinning is gonna be Ezra Bridger, and he looks super great with a beard and scruffy hair, so I'm hoping it is him. I don't remember his name. I should have wrote that down, but it's a rumor that it'll be Ezra Bridger because Admiral Thrawn was brought up. He also made a joke um, on Twitter. I I forget the actor's name as well. I think their initials are like RK, but... um, he made a joke where it's like I'm trying to get fit like a like somebody would get fit to be um like on Lothal as a street rat like it was like really specific reference and and that's sort of where all the remarks came from was that he like just trying to get Star Lord fit yeah uh, sh- well anyways shout out to Yoda's theme and Ludwig Gorgeson for being a badass composer yeah very great work. Um, and shout out to Akira Kurosawa for inspiring all these white boys to make uh, <laughs> the same shots. Western samurai <laughs> films. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I, I really dug that too. Um, shout out to Morgan Elsbeth for, you know, like being being a terrible person and giving us this chance to see Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian, I guess. You know what's actually kind of sweet, though, is um, a lot of the Hanoi people, because I guess she's Filipino. A lot oh, of I didn't very, know that. They're really happy for the representation, and the actress is also just, like, really happy and grateful to just be a part of the project, even though I guess, I don't know, did she die this episode? No. She kind of just got her spear dropped. Yeah. Well, I don't think Ahsoka... She's I not mean, she's a, murdered. She like, murdered so many people to get into that building. <laughs> yeah, I think um, But I don't she, think she would. <laughs> she's not Bo-Katan, you know? I don't, she's Sorry, a, Bo-Katan. Katan. She's not a Jedi anymore. I don't know. She could do what she, she wants. Could do, yeah, she's... She's, a, a, she's Anakin's... She's beyond Jedi. She's, an An- she's Anakin's uh, apprentice. I wouldn't put it against her to murder her. Oh, also, shout out to Ahsoka for not taking baby Grogu as her apprentice because of the PTSD that she had to face against uh, from being with Anakin. 
sadness. Sadness. But honestly, um, if it leads to this uh, Mando family happening, whatever. Oh, also shout out to the front flip in the combat that Ahsoka did. Yeah. Uh, full might of lightsabers, too, in this. Like, it was really nice to see that, like, that spear can withhold or hold back a lightsaber. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that we see Mando with spear versus uh, Moff Gideon with... Uh, Dark Saber with Wonder Woman gauntlets. That too, him using them Wonder gauntlets like Wonder Woman was beautiful. Like that's exactly what I imagined a Mandalorian versus like lightsaber fight to go. Mm -hmm. We had never seen that before, not even in the Clone Wars. So it was really cool to see it in real life. Yeah. Oh, shout out to white bladed lightsabers too. Those are like and looking really hot. Um. Oh. Any more shout outs? Do you have any more shout outs? Shout out to Vinny for being the best boyfriend. Oh, shout out to Beyonce. just shout out to Ty- <laughs> shout out to Tython, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shout out the sad flute music at the end. <laughs> oh, the sad flute music. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Sharon for being the best fiance ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, this is the way. I don't know. Um. I don't know. Do you have anything else to go on, or are you pretty oh. tired? Uh, I Oh, you know what? What's your weekly goals for this? Oh, right. Weekly goals. Um, To actually ship out your... To actually ship out my stuff okay. and to get my truck back on Wednesday. Yeah, get your truck back. I'll um, officially start my new job on Monday, so uh, we'll see how my schedule it. goes. But uh, the best done. Mm-hmm. Is, yep, just got to ship it out. And I uh, thankfully work at a postal office. <laughs> yeah you share what's your weekly goal maybe finally so Sabine Leotard I don't know yeah I mean you got some practice the other day so it'd be really cool for you to you know like get a step closer to finishing the costume (laughs) (laughs) got you those leather belts uh yeah yeah shout out to Mitch love you brother thanks Mitch it's really good anyways it's been a long episode I'm pretty tired I think I'll go home now Wait, I am home. (laughs) This is the way. I have spoken. Copy that. Locked in for 3-5. Thank you for listening to Docking Bay 3-5. If you'd like to see more of us, you can support us on Ko-Fi, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook at Docking Bay 3-5. If you'd like to buy our merch, visit T-Man on tpublic.com. T-Man. T-E-E-M-A-N. Till next time. Bye-bye. I know. You know, but I don't know. I guess it's a bad habit from my grandfather. It's not a bad habit. It's just a habit. But you're doing it, like, right on the mic, which makes me feel like you're, like, um, trying to do something. <sighs> no way. I'm just trying to get this episode started. Okay. <coughs> All right.